created in the mm-hmm. present moment verbiage right. so that what you're saying right now is what you want. So we remove the word trying. You're not, it's not the wishing. Like it's not because that's putting it into a future space that's no. not okay. part of you. Okay. You already are. <laughs> so you're just, it's, it's, being, oh, it's really? being intentional with the word choice right. and the thought choice and how you're the, inviting in what you already want. This is this is like Star Wars. Have you guys seen Star Wars? Mm-hmm. No, Yoda, First one back in the eighties. Yoda, Yoda had uh, when he was uh, teaching Luke Skywalker, like uh, don't act, be, mm-hmm. don't try, uh, do, do, yeah. yeah. Because trying is the act. Do, no try. Trying is like the, you know. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's the action of nothing. I've said that so so much. Yeah, it's like, don't just be intentional. And that's why, like, you'll hear people talk about what they want to create or what they're doing. And they'll be like, oh, I'm trying to or I'm thinking about. Like, the fact that you already can see that you're already creating Mm -hmm. it, if you speak about it as an action item. Mm -hmm. Don't speak about it as a passive thing. Don't speak about it like you're mm. waiting for your destiny in some distant point in the future. Because mm. why would you wait when you can create right. it? Why would you postpone it when it's already yours? Mm. And then when you diagnose yourself like, well, I have trouble doing this or I'm not able to do mm. Let me tell you something. I'm a yogi. Like, I technology, I resisted text messaging for like the first 10 years <laughs> it came out because I didn't want to type back and forth mm-hmm. to people. So it's like me being in a space... I know I want to share yoga and meditation with a billion people around the world. How exactly that was going to happen, I wasn't entirely sure. So then things come up in my space, like, you know, then the metaverse comes in to make space for me to make what I innately knew was possible. Mm -hmm. Possible in the physical space. Not because I could have ever told you what a metaverse or what three was 15, 20 years ago. It, It comes into your space. To make it possible, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you have to speak about it as though it's already happening. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if I just speak to that real quick, like, when you're not aware, you don't notice when things come into your space. It's like um, flies. You're just like, get out of mm-hmm. here, and you're smacking away mm-hmm. things that are meant to Good. be there that you asked for. Yeah. I wish I could just have this, and here it comes. Yeah. But it's a bottle of water, and you throw that out of here, yeah. and you're not paying attention because uh-huh. we're not. Um, within ourselves, we don't have that contact, yeah. and so that's and what I've learned. First. Yeah, and then you die. There, you just, if I could, you just reminded me of. Uh, I think they said it was a joke, but it was like there's a person in the water um, drowning, and it asks God for help, and then a boat comes by, and then they disregard the boat, and then somebody throws a life raft, and they disregard that, and then they end up drowning, and then they go up to heaven, and they're like, "Why didn't you save me?" And it's like, "I sent you." three different signs and you discarded them all because you wanted something yeah and when you said bypass that just go for the feeling it it's a personal thing it's yeah it's what you want you'll say can you help me but when the help comes you're not admitting that you want that specific help maybe like from me so she helps you i have chills so let me let me tell you exactly what happened today for instance so this morning, I'm supposed to have the wellness activation at 12.30. I'm supposed to be Here? at the downtown learning lab. And it's oh. at, at the downtown, it's the crypto learn lab downtown. It's awesome. Okay. Literally, I know it's five minutes away from my Airbnb because I just went there yesterday. <clears throat> I got up this morning. The, the ladies were running a little late, waiting for them to get in the car. I had it timed out perfectly that I was going to get there uh-huh. at like 11.58. I already knew in my mind. Somehow, I get in the car. 
press the go to the, the address and I wound up pressing the address for the meditation center I taught at two days ago which is close to here down the way in the opposite direction oh. I don't realize that because now I'm rushing and I'm like this mm-hmm. so I drive all the way out here and I'm like wait this doesn't even make any sense I'm supposed to be downtown yeah. I look at the address and I realize so now I've, I've diverted myself 15 minutes out so yeah. now put the new address in 15 minutes later so I don't get to the place till 12.15 I'm always I pride myself on being on time mm-hmm. I wanted to he was putting my NFTs up on yeah. the screen I wanted to we all had our laptops to yeah. add to the other screens of the NFTs so I'm thinking about my how is all this going to work I take a deep breath and I'm like alright the universe gets me there when I need to get there mm-hmm. we pull up no parking I let the girls out. <laughs> she goes, I pull up next to the curb. The, the door hits the curb because I'm too close. I have to pull back out. I oh, run and put the stuff in, back out so she can get out. I lock my friend in the car because I was like, let me just go and put my stuff in so they see my face, know I'm here. Go back to the car, back out, let her out. I go down the street to find parking. I'm looking down the street. There's no parking. I go two blocks down away from the place. Oh. I park the car, get out get the app the parking app on on the phone the parking app is not working it's like it's like oh parking not activated not activated I'm like, what the fuck is happening oh my god it's not activated i'm from miami you park you gotta pay for parking all the time right. every day 24 7 so mm-hmm. i'm like fuck it's not working to i'm messing with the thing i was like, like all right well, i've just got to leave it alone i rushed back to the place set up everything i talked to the guys i'm like look i'm parked here i don't want to get a ticket everything is like now set up we're waiting for people to come in i got the om on the chanting is happening the lights are right so i run back down the street thinking i'm going to move the car to a to a, a loading zone right in front of the thing so at least i can see the, the car outside the window not i get back to the car fiddling with the parking thing again i look at the sign i'm like oh i'm like this is a blessing they don't charge for parking on sundays they don't charge for parking on Sundays. So I didn't have to park at right, all. Right. I look up, walking down the street at the entire storage team, who is my IPFS, um, uh, decentralized storage company, who mm-hmm. houses all my NFTs. Okay. I've spent time with them in L.A. and Miami and in Palm Beach and like all these other places, sitting there walking on the street, which is two blocks down the street from the event. They don't know about the event. Right. So had I not gone back and forth, run back to the car, been late in the timing that I was, I would never have seen them walking down the street. All three of them come, they come to the event, they wind up dropping all the NFTs onto the IPFS so that they're all running simultaneously mm. on the screen. I brought them all, yes, do that. I brought them all here so that they can link up their, you know, because they have sure. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, they're the only decentralized storage yeah. IPFS at all. Yeah. Like, and it's a black owned business. The, yes, yes, Sean is the owner of it. He's just isn't, yeah, I don't know, maybe he's, I don't know where he is, but he's actually here. But he's, that's the whole team. So, A, never would have run into them. They all came, we all go to lunch, wind up building three or four other applications onto the, the app that I'm creating for the gamification and meditation in the time that we're just sitting at lunch. Then, come, as I'm walking back with them, run into another woman who was at an event that I was at last night. I had advertised the mindfulness event. She couldn't find the place. So she's like a couple doors down and didn't see it. She comes, sees me, and she's like, oh, I was looking for the place. Had I not then gone back down those two blocks, mm-hmm. walked with them, spent the time talking with them, just the divine mm-hmm. timing of how everything falls into place. Mm-hmm. Something good happens so, because you were like... Well, it always does. It always, <laughs> like I ran into the storage guys who did, who would never have known that I was having an event. They came to the event uh-huh. when we wound up building oh, all this storage. other stuff. So it's like, mm-hmm. this is the, every single thing mm-hmm. 
A, you always get there when you're supposed to. Every, what you think is a diversion is really getting you exactly where you want to be. We just have this attachment to timing, thinking that things should be happening in the timing that we mm-hmm. think they should. Then we wind up missing the blessings along the way. Mm-hmm. And that gets to the, to the point where we start allowing doubt to come in, to mm-hmm. mess with us. We start to allow in this thing where we diagnose ourselves. I'm not good enough. I don't sleep well. I don't do whatever I'm supposed to do. Or I'm, you know, whatever it is that we create these blockages for ourselves when it's just us. Mm-hmm. There's only you in here. There's no one else in here. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're having this conversation with yourself, but you're not putting that voice to work with you. So I talk a lot in the meditation. I'm like, as you're listening to that voice in your head, figure out who's doing the listening. Because mm-hmm. once you figure out who's doing the listening, you find yourself. Mm-hmm. And you get out of your own way. Yeah. yeah. But I like story time. So, um, <laughs> on my way down here, so I'm coming from Shreveport, Louisiana, so it's the northwest corner, okay. and you're coming across to Dallas and okay. then down. So, uh, on the way to Dallas, I'm having to drop um, somebody off who came to, they flew in from Los Angeles because we just held a uh, digital financial revolution tour for the city of Shreveport that I rep to teach financial literacy, Bitcoin, Mm -hmm. and then we attached a Sunday Funday event. Crypto Bay J, my learning and education. Okay. So she's on the Black Bitcoin Billionaires YouTube channel. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that's how I got connected with them. I just kind of... Yeah, well, I think I just had dinner with them last night. And they were just at the event. um, Crypto Blood was just at the event with us. Yeah, Yeah, so... um, (laughs) Small world. The Black part? (laughs) So... That was the black yeah, yeah, I was there last yeah, night too. I was, was there. there last night. Um, but so I'm dropping them off at the airport. Now, mind you, I'm not supposed to leave. Well, I had tickets to Decentral, which was Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. They are leaving Tuesday. Uh, so on their way out here, I'm not paying attention to that. It's just like um, they got their tickets late based off of a lot of what you were just talking about, doubt, fear, um, creating circumstances to make them late. So I'm just like, all right, get out of here. Get out here, whatever it takes. I'll take you back on Tuesday. The event's over. Now it's Monday, and I'm like, I got Central on Tuesday. Now I'm not going to be able to go because I have to drop you guys off. Okay, head to Dallas. And as I'm dropping them off at the airport, I catch a flat tire. We're on the service road, so we didn't even get inside the airport yet. So I'm driving around, and then... I'm seeing Terminal C is right here, and there's like a metal stairwell. And I'm just like, look, can y'all climb over there? They're like, yeah. I'm like, this is the only thing we're going to be able to do. The doors are right there. Y'all get down, jump on your plane. I'll take care of my tire. Now, I'm on a service road, so it's like an underpass I'm going down, and it's very narrow. And I'm in a truck. Um, My tire's blown. And now I'm like, what am I going to do? So I'm pulling down, and there just happens to be, a, again, it's an underpass, so there's a small little parking area for uh-huh. security. I pull my truck in there, so it's shaded. Yeah. Um, it's a 98-degree day mm-hmm. in Dallas, okay. and I'm out at it's 12, uh-huh. 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so thankfully, I'm sitting under shade. Yeah. Um, number two, I'm by the security. Mm. Number three, I can fix my own tire. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not worried. Cool. Get out, jack my car, jack my truck up, go to take off the tire. The uh, the lug wrench does not fit, and I'm like, oh, how yeah. is that? I gave someone my tire. Um, 
jack set up so they can change their oh. tire and they switch the car with the truck. And if you do that, it looks the same, but a truck is bigger and yeah. it has a, it's supposed, it has a hole in the middle so I can yeah. Um, yeah. fit in there so I can rotate and get my yeah. spare off. Immediately, want to get angry because it's like, yeah. I notice myself, I'll get angry if something's not my fault and it's impeding me. Mm, right, um, right, right, right. If I can do it, I'll do it. But yeah. if you're standing in my way, now I'm like, can you move, please? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was like irritating me. And so now I'm like, what am I going to do? I asked the security if they had a jack. They didn't have a jack. Call the police. The police don't help with flat tires anymore. It's Call triple A territory. Yeah, triple A. But I'm so they gave me that number. And now you're inside an airport. So now it has to be certain AAA. It just can't be anybody. Oh, yeah. So now the tow truck service, we got you. Two people ahead of you. We'll be out there when we can. I'm like, all right. At that point, though, when I had been confident that I'm going to change my tire, mm-hmm. spirits are high. Mm-hmm. The moment that I get rejection because I can't change my yeah. tire, spirits drop. Yeah. And now I'm in that moment like... <laughs> this is happening because somebody else, and I'm starting to get irritated. Yeah, okay. Now I'm going to have to pay $100 for you to come out and change a tire that yeah, I could change myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm getting irritated. The moment I said that, the thought came was like, you could be irritated, or you could recognize that you have the money to fix your tire. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you've been in situations where you haven't had it. Yeah. So you could sit out here yeah. stranded with nobody yeah. to help you. Or you can take that $100 and pay for the tire. Because it's not that I didn't have it. I just didn't want to do that. Once I did that, forgot about it. The guy pulls up like two, three hours later. And he's like, I see where you were trying to jack your tire up. Now, this is the universe at play. Again, the the counterbalance. Once I was like, I let that go and it didn't affect me. I'm not worried about it. Now the reward is coming. He pulls up. He's like, I see where you were jacking your tire up. I tell you what. How about I give you my tools. You change your tire. You don't owe me nothing. Oh, I said, give me the tool. I started changing that thing like I was a NASCAR pit crew. <laughs> and he's like, don't you try and give me any money either. So he's reinforcing like yeah. this. He doesn't know this, but it's like the message I'm getting is like, this is from the universe. Like, yeah. This is your reward. Yeah, your gift. Um, Change your tire and go on your way. Oh, yeah, I yeah. did that, and we end up exchanging information about what I do, what he uh, does. Uh, and ever since then, uh, like, I got to Austin. I was fine. Yeah. Um, everything has just been playing out. Yeah. Every time something yeah. drops, yeah. it uh, raises back up even yeah. higher. So yeah. when you're sitting here, and she's right when you say that, um, we are programming ourselves uh, for the disappointment. Uh, but it's not easy. Uh, but you can start just, like, simple. Yeah. Try and, um, or not try, just attempt to catch yourself every time you're saying something like try, yeah. or I can't, or I don't know, and just change yeah. it immediately. Mm. Eventually, mm. it starts to get easier, and then next thing you know, you're like, ah. Yeah, and you don't say it <laughs> off. Be your mental manager. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're the administrative assistant in your mind. Mm-hmm. And you just start to recognize. Because if you were to hire somebody to work for you, uh. and they spend all their time trying and never doing, uh. Right. And right. you're working for yourself. Right. Like you're, you know, your mind is that's your your that's your number one employee. Mm. Working, you know, put it to work for yeah. you. For me, it's like management though is not necessarily the best uh, 
experience, like like self management, to me is um, kind of counterproductive, personally. In what way? Because that's sort of how my mind just uh, it it gets overloaded. Because you know, like you're thinking about too many yeah, things. Yeah, like overthinking, you know. Mm. I tend but to you overthink. can only think about one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So for me, like, it's so more... your thoughts with your breath. Even breath, you know, I never... I try not to... Uh, it does help sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just giving yourself an opportunity to just breathe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And enjoy the breath. Um, but... Uh, for me, it's almost like as if I have a purpose to something, if it's my purpose is to relax, or my purpose is to, you know, um, gain hold over my thoughts, then it's always unsuccessful. Ooh, always is a strong word. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like... Maybe just, frequently, it's like maybe often. Against, mm, but yeah, it's a tendency. Okay. So for me, the, what 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 actually what actually does work for me is just uh, um, focusing on the pleasures of something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, something that I really uh, like about the activity. Yeah. You know, like for example, um, let's say it's something like beginning a a, a, a project, like creating an application. Mm-hmm. Right? It's very daunting to start before you break the ice, before you are in it. You know, you're, you're like, you, you, you don't feel ready and like you just start procrastinating, mm-hmm. right? And uh, um, but what, like for example, coding, you actually have to type. Mm-hmm. So I would focus on like just typing. There's pleasure from just like hearing the, the the sound of the keyboard and stuff, you know, like you just, mm-hmm. that, that, that gets that me inst- started. That instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, so like just connecting that, those small pleasures where you can, you can find them, you can find them, that helps me. Sometimes I can't find it, you know, like sometimes like, uh, you don't need to find it, create it. <laughs> I was going to say, do you believe you can do that? Or a lot of times you're looking when you should be listening, um, right? Or have a mantra that you come back to that you repeat to yourself that gives you access to it. So the same thing, you know, you're not looking to see, you didn't think your fingers were going to grow longer before they did, but right. they did, and they do, and they will. Right. If you can do that, mm-hmm. what can't you do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do well, you say? to be honest, I'm not 100%. Okay, well, let's move on my time. No, 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 no,
feeling. Why well, try to explain yeah. it though? But that's yeah. the thing. It's like you know, people always want it, want you to explain like what's going to happen when you die, or what's going to happen, what's the, <laughs> what's the meaning of the universe, and how though right. is there reincarnation? Have you been here? Like, I have to explain it. You just know things. Like you know that you yeah. knew certain things coming into this lifetime that can't be explained by what you've experienced in this mm-hmm. lifetime. You know that everybody's coming into this space with a certain level of awareness that can't necessarily be explained mm-hmm. by what they experienced in this one lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what you know, but you don't need to explain mm-hmm. every other fucking you know thing that's what going you on. Know. In Space. You know what you know. So you gotta instead of being in a space where that you're you're it doesn't have to be mm. the future mm. only exists what you create now. Mm. Once you create what exists in this space. And that gives you infinite possibilities to manifest anything. I agree, I agree, I totally agree. So do you struggle like if I can ask, like when you say you have a struggle or something, is it more like with seeing things or believing things? Um, it's mostly, I think there's like, everybody has a, a different sides. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, have, you have conflict. Mm-hmm. Everybody has conflict Sorry. inside of them. And, but who's uh, the conflict with? Well, you know, in, in a, um, I don't know if, if you guys are familiar with, a, a, I, I, I'm really curious about this subject, so like mm-hmm. I just watched some YouTube videos, but I'm by no means am I like an expert in uh, psychology. But um, recently, actually, I got into doing some research and learning about uh, you know the forefather of psychology, is Freud, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sigmund Freud. Mm-hmm. So his uh, model for like human, uh, the human mind or the personality theory is that you have your uh, when you're born you you're, you start with your it mm-hmm. so it is like instant gratification it is all about the present it is in the present mm-hmm. it's all like it's it, and it's very instant gratification you know, it's like the the, uh, the baby right when they're hungry they need want something like yeah. they just they just like let it out you know they cry uh, and they uh, um, they want instant gratification, but as you grow older, you start developing your superego, mm-hmm. which is like essentially your future. You're your, um, projecting the future. You also start to develop um, these. Um, I wouldn't say PTSD, but like PTSD is one of these. Like it basically experiences that you know they start to. Uh, accompany the present, mm-hmm. right? Like you, because you've done this before, you're doing it again. Like you have memory of what happened last time. So everybody, like the theory, uh, Freud's theory is that everybody has the id, which is in the present, and they have the superego, which is uh, about the future and about the past. And um, these two are constantly have tension against each other you want like you know we all want instant gratification but at the same time you you, your um, traumas and your experience your knowledge Mm -hmm. right you can't eat everything that you want to eat if you have a craving for example like part of you just like oh yeah I just want to like stuff myself you can't do it you can't you can't just you can't follow your whim all the time right you can't 
if I feel angry, I just want to punch somebody, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. You know, you, you have to have self but you have to think about consequences. Consequences is the future, right? So how do you balance present gratification, present needs, present being present, being uh, flowing? How do you balance that with properly with uh, knowledge and like restraint and uh, that's 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 navigating the pathway to the self. Um, have you had experiences with plant medicine or or charms or anything that's plant medicine? Mm-hmm. Like ayahuasca or oh, something. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah LSD. Mushrooms. Who have you sat with for ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. I had a. I had a. No. I had a guide. Yeah. I had a guy, I had a, um, we, we did a, cere- I did a one ceremony in uh, California. Mm-hmm. Um, our guide was a guitarist. Okay. Oh, he's so good, so good, a master. Yeah. <laughs> a guitar? What, what was a his guitar, lineage? Yeah. What, what, was he an indigenous? I, I think he's, uh, no, no, he wasn't. He was from New York, but his, uh, his lineage was, um, uh, South American, I think it's based in Peru. Okay. Mm-hmm. Find if you're if you're able, find an indigenous like an elder shaman to work with. Do you know at any? some point? Um, I do. I know a few. Really? <laughs> um, a few in, in Colombia, in Costa Rica. Oh, okay. um, Costa Rica. A couple that come Actually, down to Miami. My guy, he stays in Costa Rica for like. COVID, like for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, a Colombian shaman, they actually did a documentary about him called The Medicine. His name is Taito Juanito, and he's a seventh generation Taito. shaman. Juanito? Taito Juanito. Um, he has a center in Colombia, but when I've sat with him, it's been in Costa Rica. Oh, cool. um, and then there's a Brazilian shaman um, who has a place in Sao Paulo, but he comes to Miami pretty regularly. Really? And the reason I bring it up is that. Uh-huh. You know, they talk a lot about ayahuasca being the the kind of the gateway to dissolve the ego. Mm. In mm. that, when I ask you, mm. who is the fight against? Mm. You know, who is that battle against when you say that there's conflict in you? Well, who is it? Who is who are you in conflict with? It's like being in the fight against yourself. Who wins? Mm. So, in that space where you are thinking, and this is where that whole space of listening to your thoughts and then figuring out who's doing the listening comes in. Mm. Because that's where really the conflict is, is that voice that you feel is working against you or Mm. criticizing or placing Mm. expectations Mm. on you or diagnosing you or setting you up for failure. Mm. But that's you allowing Mm. this this other... um, this space of insecurity or this space of lack or this space of... Mm. Of and you know it's 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 that that void of energy that sucks your soul and your spirit and your energy and your emotional space away from you mm. when all you need to be doing is really feeding yourself like being that space where like you you're cultivating this essence mm. of mm. of self like you're literally sowing the seeds of your soul mm. and anytime you're not in divine alignment with that you know I talked a little this morning in the meditation I said live your life in such a way be so intentional and consistent and deliberate and purposeful about everything that you do that no one ever has to ask you why you're doing what you're doing it's obvious you mm-hmm. never have to explain yourself 
because mm. you're never doing anything that's out of alignment with what you want to create in your life. Mm. So no, no one ever has to ask you, well, why are you doing that? Mm. It's obvious because mm. it's in complete alignment with the energy and the, the mm. what you want to invite in. And very rarely can you create the physical immediately, but you can always create the emotion and the energy immediately. And then the physical is going to come into space. Very rarely can say exactly what it's going to look mm -hmm. like physically, mm -hmm. but you always know exactly how you want it to feel. Mm -hmm. So that goes back to bypass the thing and go straight to the feeling, mm -hmm. and get yourself in that space where that conflict does not exist because you mm -hmm. want to get into a fight with yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not going to beat yourself up and expect yourself to be able to feel like you're whole and full and complete and stable. Mm -hmm. But you're you you are that divine energy that you're thinking somewhere is outside of you. Mm. So there is no conflict. All there is is revolution, frankly. And you're the only one that can do that. But yeah. it comes, it's a space of peace always and Always conflict for me, yeah. Always. No, always. always. <laughs> you can immediately reverse that. So yeah. it's, it's not always. There's always, uh, there's always, there's always, always solution. But the always, I mean, yeah. that's like fucking putting yourself well, in actually, a space where you're you know, like... Maybe I have a different philosophy, though. Like, for me, it's about embracing conflict. Well, I guess then my question is, your philosophy, yeah. is your philosophy working for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to have. Because you have a combative philosophy. Yeah.